Hey, I'm Mutita Panmuk, your business operations strategist. I help six to seven figure service based entrepreneur to get back at least 10 hours a week with Get Unstuck Method. You are in the right place if you want to scale your business that support your lifestyle. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And it's time. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So today, let's welcome with me M. Dusham from Zero to CEO today. M helps with best digital entrepreneur to scale to 50K months through maximizing offer and building passive income stream. Thank you so much for your precious time today, M. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah. What's your dog's name? He's re- he or she? Goody. Goody's part of She's part of my team members. She's the welcome committee. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Like finally, I get to talk to you. Finally, I'm very grateful for that. I'm so happy to speak to you too. So let's get into it, right? Tell us a little bit about who you were when you were younger. Uh, okay. So my story in a nutshell is I grew up on a farm in a French only speaking village really far north in Canada. So basically there's polar bears. Like it's really, it's minus 50 degrees in the winter. There's not a lot of people living there. So I'm pretty much the only person that are living outside of the village. All of my family is still there. So what happened is when I was younger, I had bigger dreams than to have a farm. And I decided to leave the town and I decided to work in restaurant when I was younger. I had my first restaurant when I was 20 years old. That's 11 years, 12 years ago almost. And in one month, it's going to be 12 years. So it's still 11. (laughs) So I did that. And then my mother got sick with cancer. And I decided to sell my restaurant to be able to see her because it was an eight hours drive to go see her. So I couldn't go back and forth every week. And that's when I wanted to build an online business. Mm. So I realized that I want to be location independent to take care of my mother, but I don't want to have a job and work at minimum wage in my hometown. So I built my first business like this. And when my mother passed away, I sold everything and I started the digital nomad lifestyle for six years. I've been to 43 countries all over the world. I've lived in the Middle East. I've lived in Europe, in Australia. I've Asia pretty much everywhere and I'm back now in Canada but I'm still location independent so I spend my winters in the south and I spend my summer in Canada because I don't like the snow <laughs> so life couldn't be better <laughs> all right I'm lucky <laughs> yeah sorry about your mother by the way thank you I know that me myself as well that at some point I also like hey why people can travel and like can still work at the same time like digital normal right like as you just mentioned but they don't really know how to prepare themselves to create a business that support them along the way because to be honest traveling is somehow headache and you need to prepare a lot in terms of like cash flow along the way so how how would you suggest or like recommend them in case someone want to turn themselves to travel full-time how they have to prepare Uh, The first mistake that I did was to not be aware of time zones. So my clients were in Canada. I was in Italy at first and the time zones were different. So I had to wait, stay up until five in the morning to work. And then I would sleep all day because I need to sleep. And then I would not have a life in, in Europe because I had to be on Canada time zone. 
So that's one of the things to keep in mind, the time zone. So if you have to work with clients, be prepared to be like, like able to, to change the time that you work and stuff like that, because you can be in a beautiful country if you can't go outside because you need to sleep during the day, then you don't have a good experience. Another thing is to really budget and look at your expenses, especially if you're not yet in a stage of overflow. So you want to make sure to not feel stuck and not be stuck in a different country because you're, you had a bad month and you went like in the red because of that. So budgeting around uh, emergencies and stuff like that is really important as well. And to also learn how to balance having your life well, and you travel and you experience things and you have fun and to work because it's really hard. I find to balance both when you travel because just the fact of traveling takes time away in your schedule because you need to be moving around. So at home, it's easy. You go home and you go to work and then you come back home. So it's easy to manage. But when, when you're on the road all the time, you have to learn how to manage that as well. Yeah, I agree. When I travel, I'm, I'm not really able to focus to work, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I'm very consumed by that and yeah to learn the culture and stuff I mean that's already a lot to do yeah um so would that be really different when you had a restaurant and to start your online business well having a restaurant meant that I was working 16 hours a day I was sleeping in my restaurant sometimes because going home to sleep was too long so I ended up buying a place on top of in the rest in the building of my restaurant because I would just go up to sleep and go down I had no life I couldn't take vacation uh, it, it was non-stop work online businesses is at your own pace so you put in as much work as you need to there's no opening and close hours so it's very different however if you want to make it successful at first there's a time sacrifice that you need to build the systems and the foundations and the structure but once it's set you can delegate stuff you can outsource you can do other things that's going to take the time away from from um you running your business and then you have more liberty of what to do right but not everyone say the same thing as you, right? I believe most of the people who we find they're still like running in the hamster wheel at that time. What changed the life like to not let the business lead you how you're going to live your life as you want it? Well, for me, what changed is to see my mother dying so young. So I was like, I'm not going to do the same mistake. I'm not going to end up one day and I have three months left to live and I didn't live. So my life became a priority. So that was a wake up call. So, and when you have a wake up call like this, it's easier to make changes because you're like, you're faced with a reality and a truth that is really hard to not take seriously. So for me, it was easy. For most people, they need, they need a reality check. They need to realize that life is passing by, that you don't need to work this hard. You don't need to be on your computer all the time to make money. You just need the right strategy to make money. I believe you have a team right now, right? You told me that 11 yeah. people. Yeah. Since when you start like recruiting your first team member? I've always had an assistant. I used to have an in-person assistant before I started traveling. And I've always had people working for me because there's things that I'm not good at. And I, I like to be able to delegate that. The same way that I like to have a housekeeper because I don't want to spend time cleaning. I have 
other things that are my priorities. So I started early. I built my team in 2019 to 11. Now I reduced it a little bit so people are not full-time because I realized that I was not using everyone at their full potential. And by having a large team, I was being pushed to always overperform because I need to use everyone and I need to utilize my investments in those people. And sometimes I want to just take it easy. It's my business. I'm the CEO. Some months I don't want to promote. Some months I don't want to create anything new. So now people are on call. There's some people that are full-time, but there are some people that are on call. And this way I get to choose whenever I have a big project, then everybody's on board. But it's good to have always the same people helping me because they already know my business and already like them and I like the way they do work. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. Actually, they are contractors and they are on call. So like I can yeah. outsource anytime that I have to work for them. You have to need to pay them if you have nothing for them to do. Yes, right? that, that, yes that, that can be a problem as well. Yeah, right. I agree. I see from my own experience, I see that people stick on the problem and they want to get the solution very fast. They forget the process, how much step it would take them both for the business owner themselves to get success and also to deliver the client result every single time. I believe that this is what something I call system and it's the framework that it has to be repeatable. What would yeah. you recommend them to like improve their operation system, both for their own back-end business and also to fulfillment the clients? Okay, so the first thing I want to say is, first of all, to know what type of system is going to work in your business, you need to know what type of help do you need. So the same way, if you do a budget, you need to know where are you spending your money in order to be able to know where, like how to organize your spending and your income. So I do the same thing with my clients. I tell them to, first of all, analyze what do you spend your time on every day to make your business work. So like whether it's social media presents, whether it's copywriting, editing, graphic design, whatever it is. So to put in into paper and then to check, oh, I spend actually too much time doing this. I should delegate that. So once you see what you're doing, that takes you away from money making activities you can find a system to see because every every business is different. They don't have the same needs. So it's really important to know what is going to work for you. So to look at the paper and see, okay, so these are the places where I spend too much time and I could need help to like, because it's, it's going to be cheaper for me to hire than to do it myself. Then you can create a system and you know exactly what to delegate and what else that you need in terms of help into your business. I find that some of the people feeling overwhelmed when I ask what they are doing within the business that work right now. Like they have never tracked their time. They have never documented things. So have you ever faced this kind of incident from your side? Yes. Well, I think what overwhelms them the most for my clients is to know what to delegate. They, they know they need help, but they don't know what to tell. Like, oh, I, some of my clients hired an OPM and was paying her a fixed rate per month, but she was not giving her any work because she doesn't, and she was still doing all the work. Like you need to delegate, but in order to delegate, you need to know what do you need to delegate. So that's why the process of studying, what do you spend your time on doing every day is really gonna be helpful because then you see exactly what task that you can delegate to your team members. 
Thailand is a place that you can travel whole year and you will not get bored because it's so huge. I, I love Thailand, yeah. And the food is amazing, let's say it. Yeah, that's why, because you had restaurant before, that's why you keep posting about your food, right? <laughs> I love food, that's my passion. One day I will release a book, a cooking book, even though it's not what I do for a business, like my favorite recipes or something, like this is part of my personality. I love cooking. Oh, but by the way, your cook really nice. And I mean, I even want to know how you make them because like I see you post almost every day about what you are eating. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I love cooking. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Most of my audience right now is still solopreneur and they have like many limiting beliefs regarding to building a team and having this um, operation system. I find one of the things is that they're not really create their own methodology to make mm -hmm. to make their proven result or validate that to their clients and that's kind of painful because eventually they have to do that anyway right mm -hmm. that's true what what would you what would you say like at that point they have to transition from like really selling the service or product as a freelancer until change the position to become the business owner or CEO as you help them to be like what is that point that they have to like figure it out well as long as as fast as possible I would say I, I really think the way to scale even as a freelancer when I was traveling I was doing some freelance work and my idea was never, oh, I'm going to get freelance work. My idea was always, I'm going to get as many clients as I can so I can hire someone to do the work and just find the contracts. Like I've always thought like that because that's how you make money. You make money when you're at the top and when you're the one directing things. Like a director makes more money than the employees. Same thing for a CEO makes more money even though their job is to, to execute the team. So I think is to really see as how much is your time worth and how much can you outsource that time to someone. And then when you look at the balance of money that's left, that's money in your pocket for the same work that's going to get done. So I'd rather have someone do the, the core of the work and then review the work and polish it rather than do the whole thing by myself and then have no time to get a new client because I'm already stuck with too much work to do. So it's always easier for me to think I'm going to hire as much as have clients coming in. But to be able to build a team, you need to have enough clients to send out to your team as well. Because if you don't have clients, then that's another issue. So it's useless to have people working for you if you don't have work that's coming in. Yeah, right. That's also a good point. Some people like to delegate because they get lazy, like by that sense. And they're not really at the, at the quality of like, really need other people to do it for them. And they left money on the table because of that. Yeah. You, you mentioned a lot about financial side, like about budgeting and aware of their spreadsheet number, let's say. And I really resonate with that because we have to accept that entrepreneur mainly they're not really track their financial, right? Mm -hmm. Especially they just started, like they want to get more leads more and they like only think about the revenue stream, not really mm -hmm. qualify the profits and expenses and what next, how much they're going to put back into the business, which this number will determine a lot about how big their team would be and what is the needs further. Like, are yeah. they going to move? What is the real priority? For yourself, I know you mentioned about 
put your life first as your priority, but what is your tip to tell people how to figure out their priority as of now? It's really at the, like, I, one question that I really ask myself is like, if I'm dying tomorrow, like, let's say I have a car accident and I'm, I'm on the side of the road and I'm about to die. What are going to, what is it going to be the last thing I think about? Like, like, who do I want to talk to? Who would I call if I'm dying right now? Like, if I have one last call, who am I going to call? And then I think, am I spending enough time with that person? Like, what is it that I want to accomplish in my life that I'm not putting a priority into my life? Like, for example, writing a book. If you want to write a book, it's important for you, but you're not making the time because you're focusing on your business and growing and growing and growing. And then eventually, you don't have time to write the book. It's too late. Your, your, your life is about to end because life is finite. Um, are you going to regret not writing the book? Was that important for you? So what, whatever is important for you, I'd schedule it in your calendar. If you have to work one hour more per day, but be, to be able to take one day off to focus on building something else that's a priority for you or taking time to spend it with people that you love, it's worth the commitment. So that's, that's it for me. It's really about like, what is my priority? Now, before my priority was traveling, I wanted to see cultures. I wanted to live in different countries. I wanted to do that. Now my priority is to spend time with my family because my little brothers had babies and now like it's a new dynamic because it's not just like we're adults doing our own thing. Now there's kids in the, in the recipe. So I love to see them. So my time is dedicated to I work and then I spend time with my family where I don't need to work at all to really appreciate my family. So that's my priority. And I, I made it possible because I schedule it in my calendar all the time. So that's probably the easiest way to do it is schedule the time in your calendar. Yeah, 100%. And if you follow M, you will see that she share about how she scheduled her day on the storyline. I really yeah. see that. I didn't stalking you though, but I say it in the storyline. <laughs> I can tell now. <laughs> anyway, in case anyone wants to work with you, how can they reach out to you then? The best way is really to connect with me on Facebook or on Instagram. That's the easiest way. Send me a DM, say, hey, um, I saw you on the podcast and I will send you a message back. I look, I'm looking forward to have new connections. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. Hey, Get Unstuck family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and give us honest review. We really appreciate you. If you would like to learn more about my research or my client experience on weekly basis, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And don't forget to get unstuck.